couple of spiritual quotes before I begin. This is from John of Delyatha, a Persian mystic who wrote in the Syriac dialect of the Aramaic language. Look at God within yourself, how God is light. For his nature is a glorious, many-splendored light. He manifests the light of his nature to those who love him in all the worlds. This is from Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj. Blessed are the souls who in today's materialistic world have an inclination towards spirituality. And this is from Wisdom of the Sadhu, the teachings of Sundar Singh. In meditation, the true condition of the soul is exposed and God can reveal our failings in order to heal and bless us. If we spend more time in meditation, we can recognize the relationship between the visible and invisible world ever more distinctly and clearly. Welcome to the Sant Mat Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. Today, the focus, the seven teachings of Sant Mat, the requirements for initiation into Sant Mat, including the five precepts during this very comprehensive, thorough presentation, providing an overview, an introduction to Santmat. I'll also be sharing the seven spiritual principles of Santmat. The goal of Santmat spirituality and meditation are path back to the source, the six stages of inner sound meditation, and the traveler of the inner subtle path. Today's program is actually a few different podcasts in one. But I wanted to have a, a single location where people can learn about Santmat, this living mystical or Gnostic path of the 21st century and its teachings. In one program, in one location, in one click, easy to find. The seven teachings of Santmat, requirements for initiation, a brief summary of the teachings of Santmat, the path of the masters, the five precepts, the seven spiritual principles, the goal of Santmat spirituality and meditation, the six stages of inner sound meditation, and the traveler of the inner subtle path. summary of the teachings of Santmat, the path of the masters. One, all souls or jivas are in essence drops of love from the ocean of God. Two, 
the attachment and association with mind and body make the soul lose sight of the real self. Three, God assumes the form of a saint to lead the soul back to its original home. Four, one must surrender one's entire being to the ocean of love, of which we are a part. Instead of limiting ourselves to sensual pleasures which leave us unhappy, and discontented. Five, this can be done by the practice of Surat Shabd Yoga, inner light and sound meditation. And six, by attuning oneself to the life current which proceeds from the heart of Anami Parush, God, the nameless Supreme Being, also called Radhaswami or Lord of the Soul and by other names in the form of light and sound by attuning oneself to the life current which proceeds from the heart of Anami Parush in the form of light and sound one can finally achieve union with the true self finding the joy one is seeking the brief summary of the teachings of Santmat the path of the masters The Seven Teachings of Santmat 1. God is real 2. God is love, the ocean of love and compassion 3. All the world scriptures teach about the same manifestation of God as inner mystical light and sound. 4. Our true identity is soul, the self. Soul is part of God and therefore is, like God, pure love. 5. During this human existence we have an opportunity to experience God. 6. As we experience communing with God's love during meditation, Surat Shabd Yoga, we can rise above body consciousness and explore inner space, the kingdom of the heavens that are within us. As Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj once said, we travel back from the realm of darkness to the realm of light, from the light to divine sound and from the realm of divine sound to the soundless state. The drop merges back into the ocean of love. The Supreme Being has been referred to as the Nameless One, although given many names, such as Anami Parush, Radhaswami, Satyaram, or Anurag Sagar, the Ocean of Love, and seven, as we get initiated into the mysteries of the spirit by a living teacher, a master, a competent, qualified teacher, a Sant Sat Guru, the purpose of our life is fulfilled. Reuniting with God is our reason to be here. As it says in the Guru Granth or Adi Granth, 
It was for the sake of the God-conscious beings that our true Lord created this earth and began this play of death and birth. Kabir says, For millions of years you have slept. This morning, will you not wake? seven spiritual principles of Sant Mat. These principles are recited daily by some in India, associated with Maharishi Mehi Paramahans, have been translated into English in two different books, The Harmony of All Religions, the teachings of Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj, and in the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi which is the original source, the teachings of Maharishi Mehi Paramahans, the seven spiritual principles of Santmat. One, ultimate reality is beyond any beginning or end, infinite, beyond birth, beyond the senses, all-pervading, yet even beyond pervasiveness. It must therefore be understood as the supreme being, this essential element is known in Santmat, the teachings of the saints, as the Lord of all and is the foundation of all things. This being is beyond both inanimate and animate aspects of nature. It is without qualities and beyond qualities. Its nature is infinite, imperishable, all-powerful. It is beyond time and space, beyond sound, and beyond form, or Narguna. It is the one without a second. The Supreme Being is beyond the scope of the mind, the intellect, and the senses. This entire universe is powered by the energy of this being. This being is not human. It is not manifested in physical form. It has existence beyond the illusion of Maya and there is nothing that exists outside of it. It is the being which is eternal and is in existence from the beginning. Santmat considers this being to be the divine reality. And this knowing or merging with this being is the goal of all spirituality. Two, the individual soul is an inseparable part of the Supreme Being. Three, the physical world of nature was created. It has an origin and an end. Four, the individual soul or jiva, bound by illusion or maya, remains in the cycle of death and birth. This is the cause of one's suffering. In order to escape from this cycle of death and birth, we must experience realization of this Supreme Being. 5. By practicing devotion through these four techniques, Manas Japa, also known as Simran, the recitation of a divine name or names, Manas Dhyana, Dhyan, 
focus on the divine form. Dristi Sadhana, also known as the yoga of inner light, inner seeing, inner light meditation, focusing on an infinitesimal point. And Nada Sadhana, Surat Shabd Yoga, the yoga of sound. The practitioner consecutively transcends the realms of darkness, light, and sound, which cloak the supreme truth, the divine reality. Only in a human body, an individual soul is able to achieve unity with the divine. Six, lying, stealing, intake of intoxicating substances, adultery, and violence, including harming other beings, are the five sins to be avoided. Eating meat or fish is also considered to be a form of violence and should be avoided. The aspirants of Sant Mat must abstain from these vices. And the seventh principle of the seven spiritual principles of Sant Mat, according to Maharishi Mehi Paramahans, the following are considered to be the requirements for the attainment of liberation. A. Trust and belief in God. B. Commitment to seek the divine within. C. Devotion and service to a Satguru, spiritual master. D. Satsang, listening to the teachings and spiritual discourses, including the study of the teachings of saints and the scriptures and E, dhyana, diligent meditation, practice. The Seven Spiritual Principles of Satmat, composed by Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, found in the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi, and also reprinted in English in the book, The Harmony of All Religions. Requirements for initiation into Sant Mat or Surat Shabd Yoga, the inner light and sound of God. The focus of the Bhakti Sants of India is not on constructing earthly temples, building organizational structures or temples of the mind. Rather, they guide their students into entering the temple of the spirit. The portal or doorway to this temple is within at the third eye center. Masters say an intense longing to meet the Lord during one's lifetime is the first and foremost qualification for initiation. Seek and ye shall find is the principle. This is a passage attributed to the resurrected Christ spending 11 years with his disciples in a kind of radiant form, discoursing about the mysteries of the heavenly realms, found in a book called Pista Sophia, the Book of Faith Wisdom. Do not cease seeking day or night until you find the mysteries of the kingdom of light, which will purify you, make you into pure light, and lead you into the kingdom of the light.
What your own eyes cannot see, your human ears do not hear, your physical hands cannot touch, and what is inconceivable to the human mind, that I will give to you. An often quoted passage from the Gospel of Thomas about the role of the living master. Being properly initiated into the secrets of meditation, the mysteries of the kingdom of the heavens by a living master, is the beginning of the inward journey. Then we go and do the meditation. Mentioned by Maharishi Mehi Paramhans in the Padavali, the seven spiritual principles of Santmat, are five precepts, five ethical precepts that represent the moral foundation or beginning of the spiritual journey. At the time of initiation, one vows to practice meditation each and every day. The spiritual path is a lifelong commitment. And at the beginning of that initiation into the meditation practices of Santmat, which is what the term initiation means, a living master provides spiritual guidance to you, instructing you about the meditation practices and not only giving you intellectual information about how to meditate, how to do Surat Shabd Yoga or inner light and sound meditation, but is an influence in your life and an influence on a subtle level to bring you into the experience of the inner light and sound. It's not just the theory, but it is a subtle influence between master and disciple so that the disciple reaches their own inner experience when they practice meditation. Moral requirements for initiation, the five precepts, a couple of different versions of the five precepts. One, abstinence from alcohol and drugs, in other words, intoxicants, recreational drugs, intoxicants. Two, nonviolence. A commitment to nonviolence, ahimsa, in thought, word, and deed, including in the area of diet, as in vegetarianism, abstinence from meat, fish, and eggs. Three, leading a truthful life. Four, practice non-stealing, an honest, ethical source of income. And five, loyalty to one's spouse. Another version of the five precepts. One, refrain from the taking of the life of sentient beings. This precept requires strict adherence to a lacto-vegetarian diet of no meat, no fish, no poultry or eggs fertilized or non-fertilized. Two, refrain from speaking what is not true. Three, refrain from taking what is not yours. Four, refrain from sexual misconduct. 
And five, refrain from using intoxicants. Those are the five precepts of Santmat, two different versions. One is a bit more on the Buddhist side. And a note about vegetarianism or lacto-vegetarianism, the traditional diet of Santmat, versus veganism. Vegetarianism, veganism, and Santmat. Traditionally in India, the diet of Santmat and the yoga system generally has been for many centuries and is for most lacto-vegetarian, which means dairy is permitted but no meat and no eggs. But if Buddha, Mahavira, Kabir, Guru Nanak, Tulsi Das, Tulsi Sahib, and so many other great saints were with us now, personally I am convinced that they not only would be vegetarian, but they would also be advocating the full vegan diet as the ideal in keeping with ahimsa values of nonviolence and peace for the 21st century. I believe based on the current practices of the dairy industry in India and around the world that classic saints such as Guru Kabir, Guru Nanak, Tukaram, Rabi Das, Tulsi Das, Namdev, Darya Sahib, etc., if they were here today, would not only be advocating a vegetarian diet, but fully going vegan. They would be advocating a vegan diet. These days, many are making this transition, including in the Sant Mat community. This is the direction that the vegetarian movement is headed in. Vegetarianism is going vegan. Initiation into Inner Light and Sound Meditation In the Sant tradition, the complete methods of meditation practice are communicated at the time of initiation, or diksha, by a living master, a Sant Sat Guru, or by a representative of a master. A living teacher, being fully acquainted with the landscape of inner space, is able to impart to initiate candidates valuable guidance on how to safely make the journey of ascension to the inner regions and through the inner regions during meditation practice within. This kind of spiritual transmission and the details of Surat Shab yoga practice are not found in books, old scriptures of the past, and are not for sale, but are given freely to seekers by a living teacher, a qualified, competent living master, or Sant Sat Guru. Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj said, What is the place to be reached? When we close our eyes and see darkness, this is the realm of ignorance. When the light dawns within you, then you understand that you reside in noble regions. In darkness resides ignorance, and in light resides knowledge. For example, as we are sitting in light right now, we are able to see one another. However, if the power goes out, 
the ensuing total darkness, we will not be able to see others. We will not even be aware of other people coming and going. In this analogy, light signifies knowledge and darkness signifies ignorance. In the same manner, when we see darkness with our eyes closed, we are in the realm of death and rebirth. We are unaware of our true nature. When we come out of the realm of darkness and enter into the realm of light, we will at the same time transcend the web of death. It is not possible that we can remain in darkness and be free from the net of birth and death. Having achieved inner light, we can be liberated from the cycle of birth and death. Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj. Also from Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj, the goal of Sant Mat spirituality and meditation, our path back to the source. Sant Mat, the path and teachings as taught and practiced by saints or Sant Sat Gurus, delineates the path of union of soul with God. The teachings of the saints explain the reuniting as follows. The individual soul has descended from the higher worlds, the realm of the divine, to the city of illusion, bodily existence. It has descended from the soundless state to the essence of sound, from that sound to light, and finally from the realm of light to the realm of darkness. The qualities, dharmas, natural tendencies of the sense organs draw us downward and away from our true nature. The nature of the soul or Atman draws us upwards and inwards and establishes us in our own true nature. Returning to our origins involves turning inward, withdrawal of consciousness from the senses and the sense objects in order to go upward from the darkness to the realms of light and sound. We experience this phenomenon of withdrawal as we pass from waking consciousness to deep sleep. Another way to express this is to go inward from the external sense organs to the depth of the inner self. Both of these expressions are the metaphors that signify the same movement. The natural tendencies of the soul or Atman are to move from outward to inward. The current of consciousness which is dispersed in the nine gates of the body and, and senses must be collected at the tenth gate. The tenth gate is the gathering point of consciousness. Therein lies the path of our return. The tenth gate is also known as the sixth chakra the third eye, Bindu, the center located between the two eyebrows. This is the gateway through which we leave the gates of the sense organs 
and enter in the divine realms and finally become established in the soul. We travel back from the realm of darkness to the realm of light, from the light to the divine sound, and from the realm of sound to the soundless state. This is called turning back to the source. This is what Dharma or religion really intends to teach us. This is the essence of Dharma. Swami Santseviji Maharaj in Harmony of All Religions. The saints and mystics describe the Supreme Being as being veiled by light and sound. That the Supreme Being is beyond the higher planes of form, light, and sound. The Supreme Being, according to the saints, sages, and mystics, is described as anami or nameless, sometimes called the nameless God. In Gnosticism, the Supreme Being is sometimes described as the Unknown Silent One. Maharishi Mehi Paramhans refers to the Supreme Being in the ultimate state as soundlessness. The Supreme Being also has been called Satya Ram, the true, eternal, formless Supreme Being. Radha Swami is another high and holy name for the Most High Supreme Being in the original state, which means Lord of the Soul. The following is from the Sringama Sutra, a Buddhist scripture, which I think has an interesting way of describing the transition from sound to soundlessness, namelessness, beyond the realms of light and sound. The stages of inner sound meditation according to the Srinagama Sutra. 1. First I redirected my hearing inward in order to enter the current of the sages. 2. Then external sounds disappeared. 3. With its direction reversed and with sounds stilled, both sounds and silence cease to arise. Four, so it was that as I gradually progressed, what I heard and my awareness of what I heard came to an end. Even when that state of mind in which everything had come to an end disappeared, I did not rest. Five, my awareness and the objects of my awareness were emptied, and when that process of emptying my awareness was wholly complete, then even that emptying and what had been emptied vanished. 
6. Coming into being and ceasing to be themselves cease to be. Coming into being and ceasing to be themselves cease to be. Then the ultimate stillness was revealed. Ultimate stillness is capitalized here. Buddhism is not known for believing in a supreme being, but does have a kind of supreme state or nirvana. And another way of saying that is ultimate stillness. Coming into being and ceasing to be themselves cease to be. Then the ultimate stillness was revealed. A passage from the Surangama Sutra, which I include in my lengthy booklet, The Yoga of Sound, Exploring Meditation of the Inner Sound, or Auditory Mysticism, in the sacred texts of the world religions, Gnostic traditions, and the Path of the Masters, containing references to sound meditation in all of these world religions, East and West. And finally today on the Sant Mat Satsang podcast, the traveler of the inner subtle path. Those who are constantly immersed in devotion to the divine are aligned with the truth. Those souls immersed in the elixir of truth and devotion are known as sants, verbally described as mystics, prophets, and masters. Sants focus on spiritual qualities and are seers of the reality of consciousness. They taste the divine joy. The path followed by all the sants and their teachings is given the name Santmat. Spelled by some as one word, Santmat, S-A-N-T-M-A-T, but by others as two separate words, as in Santmat, S-A-N-T-M-A-T. From times immemorial, numerous saints have appeared on earth. These saints or saints were born in different countries and social classes, spoke different languages, and were of different gender and ethnicities. However, the underlying principle of the truth of their teachings has always been essentially one. In spite of the variance of their origins, the goal of saints is one, realization of the divine and the attainment of the state of absolute joy and peace. Having considered the perennial wisdom found in their teachings, we can say with certainty that the underlying teachings of Sants are essentially in agreement. The question arises, what is this essential teaching? The answer is, the divine reality is one, and the path to realize that reality is within each of us. The path is not found in the nine gates, i.e. through the sensory organs of the body, but only through the tenth gate, the third eye or spiritual eye. The body cannot tread this path, only the inner consciousness, along with the mind, intellect, and ego principle, can travel this path. However, during the last and final stages of the inner spiritual path, the conscious soul alone journeys and reaches the divine. This path is very subtle, 
Sant Mehi described it as being, quote, more subtle than even the point of a needle, unquote. Sants unanimously agree that the path to the divine can be taken up by any human being belonging to any caste, social status, gender ethnicity, or country. To say that the path to the divine can only be accessed by individuals with certain specific abilities or aptitudes is against the teachings of the scriptures and the sants. According to Maharishi Mehi Paramahans, there are a number of necessary observances required to tread the inward spiritual path. Observances Complete faith in one divine being Determination to realize the divine within Service to the Master Satsang or association of the saints and the study of their teachings, and steadfast meditation. Prohibitions include the use of intoxicants, practice of adultery, lying, violence, causing suffering to other beings, in other words, eating the flesh of animals, and stealing. That was an excerpt from the book The Inward Journey of the Soul by Swami Vyasananji Maharaj, translated a couple years back from Hindi into English by Professor Veena Howard. And I actually helped out as well, along with a couple of other individuals, a collaborative effort to take a rough English translation from the Hindi to turn it into something in clear, contemporary, understandable English. And that's no easy task when you're going from Hindi into English, especially dealing with esoteric spiritual subjects covered in a book like The Inward Journey of the Soul. That's available through Amazon. It's a Kindle ebook, And there's actually a website in India which ships hard copy uh, editions of the inward journey of the soul. It's a rare book in English from the northern Indian Bihar tradition of Santmat, with many different satsangs and ashrams in Bihar district as well as in Nepal. The Seven Teachings of Santmat and Requirements for Initiation into this Path of the Masters today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. Visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com, where you'll find links to YouTube to hear more podcasts. Actually, at this channel, if you scroll back, you'll find a whole series on sound of the inner planes the Yoga of Sound series, several programs about the sounds of the different planes, the different heavenly realms. And there's also the Ascension of the Soul series, going into detail about each of the planes. And you'll find many other programs there as well. That's at this channel. My website has links to YouTube podcasts and other podcasts, articles. There's a donate button on the website as this is a listener-powered spiritual mission online. 
And there are links to social media where you can read daily spiritual quotes at Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and other sites. Once again, the web address is spiritualawakeningradio.com. Thanks for joining me today for this Sant Mat Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio, about the teachings of Sant Mat and the goals of this spiritual path. Thanks for joining me.